What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Delivery Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today is another one of the special Tuesday episodes, a Tuesday sode. I'm going to try to, I guess, every Thursday, we're going to be putting out interviews with artists and creative types, of course. Uh, every Thursday, you can download those from iTunes. If you if you guys don't use iTunes, you can use Stitcher. I post about that, but I never really, I don't know, I don't post the link too much, but it's out there. Just Google that shit. Or you can listen to episodes right from my website. Um, so yeah, so Tuesdays we'll just put out these episodes that are a little different than maybe uh, like the music episode that I did or the concert stories, stuff like that. We'll throw in for an extra episode per week when we have them. Uh, if not, it's always going to be the Thursday show. So uh, make sure you go follow the podcast at Live Free Podcast on Twitter and the like page on Facebook. Um, a bunch of new likes over there. Thanks for everybody who's um, liking the page. That's cool. Uh, you can follow me at Mike Maxwell Art on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and the whole nine. Uh, follow Producer Lex at Producer Lex on Twitter and uh, the like page on Facebook. So if you want to support the show, if you want to throw some dimes at it, some nicks, you can. Uh, there's a PayPal link on the website and uh, in the blogs. I don't blog very much anymore. It's terrible. Uh, I do. I, I've been doing these like massive like catch up blogs, not like catch up, cats up. Uh, just like compiling stuff from over like three months. So you can check some of that stuff out if you want. Um, I got a show coming up November fifteenth at the Octane Gallery in Nashville. Uh, that's happening soon. I'm shipping all that work out this weekend. I know I've been talking about it on the last few episodes. Uh, this Thursday, we got Brian Barneclo. I'm pretty sure I say his name right now. It, it took a, like meeting him, talking to him for an hour, getting doing a full podcast. I think I got his name now. So uh, make sure you check that out and download the show on Thursday. Go leave some comments on on iTunes. You could do that. You just rate the show with this with as many stars as you wish, preferably the five star rating, and uh, leave a comment in there. It does things for iTunes. So yeah, let's get right into this thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, podcast number one twenty. No guest. Producer Lex and I talking shit and playing some songs that I picked out. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, I guess let's let's dedicate this episode to Lou Reed, who who died um, the the day we recorded it. So let's dedicate this to him. All right, all right, kisses. All right, producer Lex, we're back. Oh, What's up, is man? my mic on? Oh, yes. it's because I turned my headphones down. Yeah. There we go. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. We're back. Whenever I say that, I think of like the douchey DJ like radio dj guy uh <laughs> who did uh jimmy fallon did jimmy that on fallon. saturday night live he had the i'm back that's uh, not even very that's not a very good representation there's also uh, like radio voice is super fucking yeah. creepy it's like hi this is dirty dong dan <laughs> that's <laughs> dirty that sounded like a, uh, like a stripper like a porn dj D, yeah stripper dj for stripper sure. djs are funny though they are funny like, and they have a unique voice too they have that voice Radio DJs have that voice where it's like they never shut the fuck up, ever. Yeah. They just are talking nonstop, and it becomes like this raspy cigarette voice yeah. that is distinct to somebody like who just Alexis never shuts the, the fuck up. We need Alexis on the center stage. Alexis <laughs> on the center stage. Yeah. I like how you can I can use my actual name. As, as, as like making either, fun of strippers and yeah. stuff? It's like my name. Yeah, you kind of have a stripper name. <laughs> Except for producer Lex. No, I, 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 go, I go by Lex now. Lex. It's like my business thing when I go like... Uh, for my job and stuff like that. It's yeah. Lex. But then I get weird looks. So we're going to try something different today. Nice. New uh, new thing. I actually, one of my very early podcasts, I did um, some music stuff. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a tribute to uh, my stepdad, who actually passed away almost three years ago now. Coming oh. up on like the anniversary of that. So uh, that doesn't have anything to do with what we're doing now, but it kind of. So... Uh, I've been listening to a shitload of YouTube videos, like listening to music on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of Pandora, but then I get mad at Pandora for not playing exactly what it is that I want to hear. Yeah. So I've just been taking like ideas that I get from Pandora and then plugging it into YouTube and then finding all the songs that I want to listen to. Then like 
doing these hour long playset like playlists. Uh-huh. You know, just playing random weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought like uh, since we're set up and we we've been recording a couple YouTube video song like some songs and shit yeah. that uh, we could play some songs today. Just that have a, a bonus, another bonus Tuesday episode. Yep. YouTube Tuesday. Sounds good. Yep. YouTube Tuesday. Hashtag. Hashtag YouTube Tuesday. You know, we don't have to tag everything together, right? Like, it doesn't have to be a thing. Like, we uh, obviously shows, our shows go out on Thursdays, but it would be cool to have this little, but it, to call it like, like Tube and bonus. Tuesday, like that the letters have to match, like Throwback Thursday. Yeah. But pe- I, then people just do whatever they want. Throwback anyway. Thursday is kind of douchey. But no, I. <laughs> But <laughs> I um, just got one. My buddy sent me a, a picture from when we were uh, seniors in high school. Yeah, and uh, I think I'm gonna use that one on Thursday. Nice. <laughs> but see, well, you know, like I'm, I'm not, a douchey. I don't care. Uh, I yeah, yeah. I I I'm I do the same thing. Like throw that throwback Thursdays, but like doing like selfie Sundays or like you know. Yeah, there's a whole a whole fri- thing. flashback Fridays. I saw one. The Chive posted one today that was like Tug Tuesday. Yeah. I guess I guess that. I guess that's a jacking off reference, huh? Uh, tug- but it was a girl yeah. just like tugging on her shirt was the picture. Oh, I think it was just like a, a joke reference. Yeah. But there's also transformational Tuesday. Like I used to be like this, and now I'm like this. Oh, jeez, a deal. So we don't have to. We don't necessarily have to do the alliter- alliteration. Is that, yeah. is that what it is when you have the two two letters? I think it's just bonus Tuesdays or something like that. I think. Do you like better. how I bring up English? phrases and decide like we're in english class like is this the proper use of this fucking thing <laughs> even though the computer is sitting in front of the both of us i think it's better just to talk about it i think it's more entertaining than looking up looking it up yeah because that I, really shoots yeah we're, down we are on a podcast points. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> to make us sound stupid it's funny on uh the episode with ben venom we were talking about uh the government shutdown and we none of us obviously knew exactly what we were talking about yeah and then at the very end of what we were not knowing what we were talking about you were like it's funny to record yourself and then have it to reference when yeah. to, so that you know you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I was like, fucking perfect timing so yeah. anyway uh i'm gonna play some songs that i've been listening to i just went through my history and like picked out some of the songs oh, nice. and there's actually i got a, a eric clapton video in here of just a short clip of him uh talking about Jimi hendrix um, and then no Jimi Hendrix or Eric Clapton song, but mm-hmm. it just it showed up recently and uh, in the sidebar or whatever. It was kind of interesting. I'd never heard it before. Yeah. Uh, so the first song is by Peter Sarstedt. I don't know S A R S T E D T. It's from 1969. He was uh, born in India and did his schooling in Victoria Boys School in uh, Darjeeling, mm-hmm. which. Um, I found the song. It's there's a a clip on YouTube, uh, a short film by Wes Anderson, which he has a new movie coming out, um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his a movie he did a little while ago called Dar Darjeeling Limited. I don't know if I'm even enunciating that properly or pronouncing it. Um, there's this little. Uh, clip a uh, short film that's on youtube that's uh, like a subsection of mm-hmm. the story from that movie and it's called hotel chevalier and it's uh jason schwartzman and natalie portman and they're it's a 13 minute video you can go look it up hotel chevalier or chevalier c-h-e-v-a-l-i-e-r um it's from 2007 Okay, but there's, this song plays during the film in the beginning. Then it like there's dialogue, and then there's more of the song playing. Okay. So, song's really cool. I had never heard it before until I watched the film, and I'm excited for the new Wes Anderson movie to come out. Just recently nice. watched um, Moonrise Kingdom. So uh, here's this first one. It's called uh, "Where Do You Go, My Lovely," and this is live and in parentheses very rare. So oh. it's special. You talk like Marlene Dietrich And you dance How like Zizi Jarmer How old is the song? And your all made by Palma 1968? There's diamonds and pearls in your hair Yes, there are And you live in a fancy apartment Off the boulevard Saint-Michel Where you keep your Rolling Stones records And a friend 
of Sasha Diesel, yes you do. Ah, but where do you go to, my lovely, when you're alone in your bed? Tell me the thoughts that surround you. I want to look inside your head, yes I do. Well, I've seen all your qualifications that you got from this Arban and the painting you stole from Picasso. Your loveliness goes on and on, yes it does. So when you go on your summer vacation, you go to Joualepa with your carefully designed bottomless swimsuit. You get an even suntan on your back and on your legs. And when the snow falls, you're found in Samoritz with the others of the jet set. And you sip your Napoleon brandy. You never get your lips wet somehow. But where do you go to, my lovely, if you're alone in your bed? Tell me the thoughts that surround you I want to look inside your head Yes, I do Your name is heard in high places You know the Aga Khan He sent you a racehorse for Christmas And you keep it just for fun For a laugh, ha, ha, ha And they say that when you get married It'll be to a millionaire But they don't realize where you came from And I wonder if they really care Give a damn Where do you go to, my When you're alone in your bed You better tell me the thoughts that surround you I want to look inside your head Yes, I do children begging in the rags they're both touched with their burning ambition to shake off their lonely bone tags they try so look into my face mighty glad and then remember just who you are and then go and forget me forever but I know you still bear the scar deep inside When you're alone in your bed Yes, I know the thoughts that surround you Cause I can look inside your head how good is that that's good yeah that guy, dude, music like that isn't it, it almost i don't know are people making music like that now uh no it's not like that anymore it, it, not in popular music anyway no uh, okay well I there's guess a, sort of like i guess i think people are maybe. um right now well he is old art he's a he's an artist been around but the only like he's a guitarist but his name's tommy emmanuel and he has that similar style, like he's folk uh, guitarist. Uh, he does blues stuff, but his crowd reaction is exactly the same. No one's like getting crazy. It's just like yeah. the, the calm, like appreciative clap. It's weird to be able to sit there, kind of hear all the lyrics clearly. You know, everything sounds yeah. good. Like it almost you got to kind of think about it a little bit. There just seems like a different level of musicality. That, mm-hmm. And it, it's not that it, that it isn't being done now. It just doesn't seem as it's not prevalent. I mean, more yeah. people are used are like. But is that look- just like, you know, glorifying it because it's old? Nineteen sixty nine. No. That dude, he looked like a um, like seventy style porn, <laughs> Indian porn actor. <laughs> mustache. He had a serious mustache. No. My hair grows like that too. If I let my hair grow, <laughs> it totally looks like seventies porn. Uh, you get that wave. Mine does yeah. that too. I have to pull a straightener to it. <laughs> I hate my curls too because it just like, <clears throat> it looks weird. 
Your problems lie in your curls. We should play that song, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know that song, The White Stripes? Uh, no. We'll, let's see if we can get to that one. Uh, no, but I was going to say, like, everybody's so into, like, having songs made, like, if they just got out of a Whippets trip. <laughs> Have you ever done Whippets? Yeah, when, when everything comes back, it's like, whoa, 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 Are whoa. Are you passed out before? Yeah. I never passed out from it. Um, I did the legal one where you can buy it from the smoke shop. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't do the CO2 in the balloon because that's fucking dangerous. Well, it, it's all dangerous. I mean. Yeah, it's all, it's all pretty dangerous. But I guess there's It was pretty little... popular when I listened to the Grateful Dead a lot. Mm-hmm. It was real popular in that scene. Like in parking lots of Grateful Dead like related concerts. Yeah. People would have pull up. All of a sudden the tank would roll out. Yeah. And just a group of people would all pile around and people would be walking around with like huge balloons full like the biggest balloon like kids balloon full of fucking nitrous people would be fishing all over the place just flopping that's funny yeah man so this video showed up in my uh facebook feed recently i think um julian lennon was just on conan or on one of the late maybe it was on jimmy fallon one of the late night talk shows Mm -hmm. i feel like yesterday um recently i wanted to say it probably might have been conan my, it, something, it, was it sounds something like Conan this week, would do. This week, recently, he was on there. So um, this somebody just posted this, and I was like, oh, yeah, that shit is good. So uh, Julian Lennon, Too Late for Goodbyes. Mm. Some 80s shit. What's it, what year? Oh, psst, released in 94. Anything um, that is my childhood feels like it happened in the 80s. Yeah. But a lot happened in the 90s that I sort of equate to the 80s somehow. There's still, like, there's this whole gap. Like, there's um, the trail of like a dying gen- generation yeah, yeah. still trails four years into the next uh yeah, next decade or whatever yeah know? but this is a fucking dope ass song so i'm gonna play it oh but I did, no i'm not gonna play it what happened no i am i fucked up technical uh, right yeah Tell me they have a guitar.
between Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Do you think uh, Julian Lennon has daddy issues? Oh, that's um, rough. That's that's harsh to say. <laughs> <laughs> After that beautiful song, he looks just like his dad. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm, it could be. Um, I but, imagine, it, but his music not father hater shit though. Yeah, I, 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 I think, think that was about a girl, or I think it was about a girl. But it could it, he could have uh, probably wrote it about somebody like could be his father yeah. and masked it as a girl. I mean, you you got to imagine that John Lennon probably wasn't. I can't imagine that he was a great father. You know, no, you got to be touring and doing all your things, being wild as an artist. Yeah, but maybe maybe I got him wrong though. He, you know what? Just just bringing that out there, it, he could have some dad issues, and that might be about his dad. That's yeah, I mean, he was assassinated. It's not like he just up and left or whatever. But I don't know who I don't know who his who his mom is. Because mm-hmm. mom isn't Yoko Ono, but their other son, mm-hmm. John Lennon's other son, is his mom is Yoko Ono. You think he's like that that weird child that happened? In yeah, the, the outsider kid. Yeah, like Will Smith's firstborn. You know, because like everybody's every, his focus is Jaden Smith, uh-huh. and like the other one is yeah, like it's kind of the outcast a little of, bit. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's jacked up, man. Yeah, it, it, it might be a natural dynamic. I think. Yeah, happens. I see. One the one thing about you don't see electric drum sets anymore or hear them in Was there an electric drum set? An electric there? drum yeah, set. Yeah. Like the drum machine style like thing? No, like it was just a, a set up like it, uh, yeah, the pad but a mm-hmm. set up like an actual drum set. That just totally died. Like it was prevalent in the 80s and then people were just like I can understand well uh, cuz like drums like an, versus electric drums like original or their dynamics, like when you hit and the responses, are very different. Yeah, totally. And so I guess that's why it died out. But now I think they've come to make uh, electric drums like have the response and dynamics of real, like old-fashioned drums. Yeah. But people aren't down for that anymore. Yeah, it's almost like the texture of the way the stick hits it is not quite right. Yeah, it's weird. But well, I think a lot of there's probably like in electronic music, it's probably super youthful. Yeah, but then most of the time it's like a beat pad where you just hit with your fingers. Yeah. So I guess uh, sort of continuing with the Wes Anderson um, theme going on today, I had another Cat, uh, Cat Stevens song, Here Comes My Baby, which I think, it's I know it's in one of his fucking films. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a bunch of Cat Stevens stuff. Because I, I, fuck, I think it's in Rushmore that it has uh, a bunch of his songs. Like two of his songs are in that film maybe. Okay. And... The reason I I was playing this was because of that first song, uh, the Indian guy mm-hmm. reminded me of Cat Stevens, like just sort of like weird dude with long hair and a okay. creepy mustache playing guitar on a stage to a bunch of people that you don't see. So um, here we'll play. I guess I don't really have much to say about this one. It's weird, kind of weird to do intros to songs. Yeah, do I need to have more? People know the fucking song. It's released in '67. Yeah. I guess there's sort of a pattern here too. I think we Late get 60s. like a little little talk about it afterwards. I think that that dynamic's good. Yeah, I think that works. We're trying new things here. Yeah, you know, working it out. So let's play this one. <laughs> Forever talking on the phone 
Cat Stevens. Yep. His name is now um, like Suf John Mohammed, converted to Islam. Oh. Well, but he still performs. Yeah. What What is it? It's like a, the whole like um, you're reborn so you take on a new name? Yeah. I have no idea how that whole. Well, I kind of did that when you started calling me producer Lex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you join the cult. No, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. I've, I've never. I've never. Because. Hmm. Yeah, I've never looked into it. It's funny. Whenever you, I get a question that I don't know the answer to, mm-hmm. my brain tries to start figuring out an answer to it, even though yeah. without any outside source of information, I mean, I can go through my memory bank of things that I know. But most likely, if I would have given you an answer there, it would have been made up. Based think, on the li- little bit of information that yeah. I have. But I only have references, like, because Cat Stevens did that. You can say Snoop Dogg did that. There's, uh, I think he changed his name. Well, yeah, I, Malcolm X did that. Yeah, Malcolm X is a good example. Uh, but isn't that like what happens? And even it, like it, all the like Nation of Islam guys, I think they all changed their names too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it. I mean, it's all legal too. Like they were legally changing their names. It's not like Snoop Dogg and Snoop Lion, Snoop Dragon. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I guess. Well, I, I can understand, like, say, like, um, if you'd want to change your name, like, you're you're not happy with your name and you feel like your name should be different. Yeah. But this is, like... It's weird when it's religious. Yeah, when it's, like, I've hit that point to where I can see or, like, a point of awakening, so this is not me anymore. Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, slave names for some people. Because I know, I, I would imagine... Uh, in a black community, in like Nation of Islam, I mm-hmm. bet there is some sort of like giving up that slave name that was given to him by plantation owners. I think that happens. I, I think, don't know if it's. A, I think that's a sort of a subconscious uh, effort to ditch your last like entity. Like, if you get yeah. rid of it completely, because uh, I say like if you want to like start off on a brand new slate. I mean. When you say you start off on a brand new slate and you still have your name, it's funny you bring that up. AJ Fozik, who's on the show, mm-hmm. uh, he did the same thing. Like he changed his full name so that his son mm-hmm. basically is starting a new lineage. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not maybe. I, I forget if he said it was intentional. I think it was like maybe some sort of disconnect from. So I was what actually he thinking was of myself. Like myself, I I was thinking of doing that like changing a spelling thing in my last name and uh my first name keeping my first name as alexis but like the spelling like just go full-on russian just to fuck with people like the x-i-u-s but it's yeah. still pronounced alexis yeah but uh yeah i i was i was thinking about that hmm. it'd be kind of cool because then but then the, the story would be like you know I'd still show them like the heritage, yeah. But I'd but that's them. where things get weird. You when you change the names, like even though if you look at like the lineage of a of a person, like the names change all throughout the family mm-hmm. tree really quickly. It doesn't take long for all the names to be different. Yeah. But you're kind of 
like severing that in terms of like let's say a historian looking back like yeah. you're giving you're making it more difficult to trace it back to that next lineage yeah whether that's an intention or not not that one is right or wrong i feel maybe if when people do that it's the fact that their blood family isn't as c- close as uh, less like their their family that they choose to so go into what is that someone's plan? that's someone is that outside weed whacking or something like that's that. funny can you hear that everybody sounds like somebody's sanding yeah. i've been sanding the fuck out of fucking panels and frames for so long that's such yeah. a strange sound. i wonder if it's gonna come through We'll play this. So, okay, so the next video, I think... Motherfucker. I'm going to look. Hold on. <laughs> what was it? Some... Uh... We're almost done here. Uh, the Somebody's been knocking over the light poles in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah? Like, coming through and knocking over just the little, like, sidewalk lamps that are just... It's a metal pole, like, post, cement uh-huh. base, like, base in the ground. Yeah. And just a little lamp on top. Somebody's knocked over two of them in the last week. What? Yeah. So, um, got two more things here. Uh, this Eric Clapton thing came up because of his similar look to Cat Stevens. So there's the whole thing here, which I could have played um, Cats in the Cradle, which would have been another Daddy Issue song, mm-hmm. which would have made sense, but I didn't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> so this is... Uh, Rare footage about with uh, Eric Clapton talking about Jimi Hendrix's death. It's like a two-minute thing. After Jimi died, I was very angry. I was incredibly angry because I thought it was uh, not selfish on his part, but just um, a lonely feeling to be left alone, you know. And I, and after after that. I kept running into people who were shoving him down my throat, saying, have you heard this one? He did, you know, this this has never been on record before. And and to see these young kids playing the guitar, coming up and saying, you know, have you heard this one? Or, you know, I can can do all this, you know, forget it, mate, it's been done. You know, I don't. It's the same with Robert Johnson. I don't listen to Robert Johnson in mixed company. I won't put him on in front of. I, won't, I can't listen to him with if anyone doesn't. If there's anyone there that don't feel it, and that's, that's how I feel about Jimmy. It's, it's. I knew him. You know, I knew him, and I played with him, and I loved his music. But I don't ever want to hear anything said about him again. The night that he died, I was supposed to meet him at the Lyceum to see Sly Stone play. And I brought with me a left-handed Stratocaster. And it's the only, I found, I've just found it. I think I bought it at Orange Music. I'd never seen one before and I was gonna give it to him. And he was in, he was in a box over there and I was in a box over here. And I could see him, but I couldn't, you know, we never got together, and the next day, wacky was gone, and I was left with that left-handed Stratocaster. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's deep. That's serious, right? He wells up at the end, right there. What do you mean? And he that's a young Eric Clapton. What do you think he means by he doesn't want to hear about Jimi Hendrix again? He didn't want to hear other people telling him about something that he knew so well. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. So he didn't want to hear these kids come up to him and say, listen to this thing that I just found. Or like, yeah, okay. he was just like, everything's been done. Like, that's it. That was the end of the line for that. Okay. That's understandable. For him. And he yeah. was like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I guess that's probably... I don't know how he looked pretty young there. Yeah, he did. I don't uh it doesn't say doesn't say what year. Could be from seventy eight, according to some of the comments here. So uh that's the Eric Clapton thing. No other no need pretty, to talk about Jimi Hendrix or hell, Yeah, man. I was like, Oh Yeah. And when he was talking about how like how everything's been done. 
That's a pretty fucking bold. And he was dead serious. That whole thing, that was real. Like, yeah. that wasn't like a cheesy interview, like, that he wasn't interested in being at. Mm-hmm. It was some real shit right there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, from music, like one of the geniuses yeah. talking about one of the other geniuses of guitar. Yeah. It, of all time. It's, I mean, basically, you're, like, I would say it all time and time again, you're basically same, playing the same set of notes that everyone's been playing for the past yeah. like however many years but just in your own particular way yeah okay and do you listen to robert johnson uh no i don't yeah i'm should. very limited in my music if you it's should, not like you metal do. or you should jazz. listen to robert johnson is the guy who uh allegedly sold his soul to the devil to learn how to play music and he, he was a delta blues guy who oh, okay the, the story goes that he he played guitar in some of the bars around town. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. And he met the devil at the crossroads and sold his soul to be able to play guitar. And the legend goes that the following week, he was like the best guitar player that they had ever seen. I was trying to sell myself for a long time, man. No one's buying? No one's buying. Damn it. If you find out, let me know. Dude, I, I'd totally be like... Like, hear the jets coming now? Yeah. What, if, you, what if you just sold our souls? I don't, think I, I don't even right. think there's, like, a ritual. I, I even tried to look online to see how to do it, but there's no, like, go-to or <laughs> or how to do this in this way. Well, that might be a good lead-in to this. Uh, Lou Reed died this week. Oh. Which is unfortunate. He was uh, 71. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be, like, huge Lou Reed fan. No. But, I mean... Everybody loves all the, like the popular songs. They're all great. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, a Velvet Underground song, uh, "Run Run Run," mm-hmm. which has been like in my playlist since as long as I've had like my all my iPods and <laughs> like it had always been on the computer. Like yeah. it, it would get played a lot. Like it, I'm sure it's in my iTunes right now still. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was like a music pioneer. He worked with a lot of people. Andy Warhol. So he had like a an art connection the whole yeah. New York thing. I mean everybody knows what's up but yeah so he passed away today so actually I, this song came up it's a blive and it's it would be shitty if he didn't I feel like I'm pretty sure he wrote this song um waiting for the man I know David yeah. Bowie performs it uh and I don't know if they worked on it together cuz I know they worked on albums but anyway regardless yeah. uh you know you know all the like perfect day songs and like all the songs that everybody knows that have, yeah that have yeah yeah movie like, songs like the soundtrack for um oh, what was that fucking movie with the junkies in england uh train spotting i haven't seen that one you haven't seen train Gosh, spotting got, jesus gotta, fucking you gotta Christ, like, give lex. me a list god damn so it. I can all right go and sit down and so let's all send up. lex all the movies that you've seen goodfellas yes i have all right you just saved yourself <laughs> um so this is uh, uh, Lou Reed and John Cale performing "Waiting for My Man," uh, good heroin song, drug dealer song. Nice. Uh, no daddy issues, I don't think. Just only drug but issues. No, yeah, maybe I should listen to it. There may be some, may be some things here, but it's a cool version of the song. Um, so this will be the last one. I guess, we'll, we'll talk about it again at the end. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Chasing all women around 
what we saw is furthest from my mind. I'm just waiting for a dear, dear friend of mine. I'm waiting for my man. Here he comes, he's all dressed in black. Never early, he's always late. First thing you learn is that you always gotta wait. Ooh, baby, I'm waiting for my man. I'm feeling good and you know I'm gonna work it on out I'm feeling good, feeling so fine Until tomorrow, but that's just some other time Ooh, babe, I'm waiting for my man Tell you, Jim, I'm waiting for my man. I'm waiting for my man. Lou Reed. Yep. He looked like he was on some stuff right there in that performance. Yeah, 1972 in Paris. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, YouTube is a goddamn time machine. Yeah, it is. It's very crazy. So, like, he, dude, he, he's very, he was really unique. Like, even I was thinking while I was listening to that, like, what I could relate it to, mm-hmm. and he seemed like, uh, like Bob Dylan who might rape you. Like, he seemed like he could put <laughs> you. Like, he's singing like a like a folk song, mm-hmm. but there's some underlying like violence or like there's something. Like some type of tension there. Yeah, it's different. Like in his, ri- he even looks different. Like he was a very like had a unique looking face, mm-hmm. kind of alien like. I feel like it was like the song was observing, but not in like an observing like type of taking things in, like a, a creepy ob- observation type. Yeah, like, like he's looking around at everything that's going on there in the yeah. performance because it was live. Or do you mean in no, no, no? In the song, the song like the yeah. song was a whole observation. Should make sure that he. I don't, I'm not sure that he wrote it. Yeah. Okay, more. yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia in this, this ass. Out there fucking sledgehammering. Yeah, written by Lou Reed. David Bowie does some versions of it that's really good. Rapey Bob Dylan. That's not very nice to say. But I mean it in it the works. in the yeah, I mean it in the um in a creative way. Yeah. You don't mean it harmful. I mean yeah. sometimes not that's the only way you can explain it. I was trying to think what is a So if somebody gets attacked they're a victim. What do you call the attacker? Is there a word for the it? Assailant? There's I'm, a all I know all I know is victim. The proprietor? I'm trying to think of a word for somebody who That's a business owner. attacks somebody. Who victimizes somebody else? There's a word for that. Well, let me get up on Google right now. I don't know. It seems like you're always. I bet it, when you're hanging out with him that you were always in threat of violence in some way. I don't know why. I get that vibe from the music. Like there's a yeah, kind of like like hanging out with William S. Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Like you might get shot. <laughs> like he, he's, he's in a bad part. Like you know, hangs out with some shady ass people. Yeah, I bet he has some fucking stories. I wonder if he has a, a book or a, a tell-all. 
Yeah, I'm I bet he had some fucking stories. Like so, New York in the seventies at that at that time period. Mm-hmm. So there's assailant, aggressor, invader, enemy, and foe. It's another word for. I guess just like an aggressor. I think that's that's probably what hits it on. Like the Like an nose. aggressive Bob Dylan. Yeah. Who might just take it too far? Like he might. You, you guys might go to the liquor store together, and he might rob the liquor store. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> totally always, just making shit that's up. That's always here. like in in the premise of like funny crime movies, where it's like this might be sacrilegious like, to people, like the way we're kind of making fun. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> sorry guys. Everybody. <laughs> no, I'm sure I, I doubt it. <laughs> you got to look at it from all angles, man. No, you're right. So that's that. You want? Should we? Do you want to listen to one more, or should we call it? Call uh, it good. What do we got? What do we got at time? We have 44 minutes. 44. Yeah. What do you want to do? Let me do, since I brought up uh, Rapey Bob Dylan, I had this one here. We'll go out with this one, and we'll just clear it. We'll just call it a day. All right. So uh, follow Producer Lex at Producer Lex, Twitter, Facebooks, and uh, follow the podcast, Live Free Podcast. If you guys like the music episode, let me know. Okay? Yep. All right. So this is uh, a clip from the Bob Dylan documentary where they followed him around. Mm-hmm. Um, on a tour, he's in a hotel room with Donovan, the English folk singer, uh-huh. who they both sound a lot alike. But of course, they both sound like um, oh god, why does my mind blank so hard? Woody Guthrie. Oh, but okay. Anyway, not that we need to go into that lineage, but uh, so they're sitting in a hotel room. It's really awkward. It seems like Dylan makes it awkward for everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. Like this one guy's talking. So. Uh, Donovan plays a song, and then Bob Dylan plays uh, It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. So that could be a good ending song. Yep. There's probably some daddy issues in this one, too. It probably is. There wasn't any in the in the Lou Reed song. No, there wasn't That was just all. about going and finding the guy that sells you heroin or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the substance is. Just looking for the fix. Yeah. All right. So here's Bob Dylan and Donovan. They each play a, a folk song. Uh, I think almost all the songs were acoustic performances. Yes, they were. Was there any electric ones? Oh, except for the "It's Too Long to Say Goodbye." Yeah, you're right. That was super electronic. Good, yeah, good, good work. That's because you didn't get high right there. <laughs> I got super high for this one. All right, so here is uh, Bob Dylan, Donovan, and uh, we'll see you guys later. All right, later. Kisses. Okay. Like Are there any poets like Allen Ginsberg around? Right? No, no, no nothing. Hi, Dominic Vian. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I don't want to hear nobody like Dominic yeah. Bean, man. Dominic Bean. Dominic Bean is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, fine, man. Kind of I just don't want to hear anybody like that, though. Hey, man, that's okay. He plays like Jack. Yeah, you're the guy, I think, man. When the night has left you cold and feeling sad, I will show you that it cannot be so bad. Forget the one who went and made you cry I'll sing a song for you That's what I'm here to do To sing for you <laughs> Yeah, that's a good song, man When you feel you just can't make it anymore With your head bowed down and you're staring at the floor Search out to me with your weary eyes I'll sing a song for you That's what I'm here to do To sing for you Now every man he has his work you know To find out mine, you ain't got far to go Just call out to me with your weary eyes I'll sing a song for you That's what I'm here to do To sing for you To sing for you Yeah. 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 Yeah.